0: There's a couple um, areas in scripture that I do want to read. We are here to to honor the elders today, but ultimately to honor and bless the Lord. And these elders, I can attest to you, uh, lead us more and more closer to Jesus in honoring and glorifying and showing his worth in our life, right? They really do help us keep our eyes on Jesus. And that is a hard task, okay? Okay. Um, which it shouldn't be, but it is sometimes, okay? Um, So, 1 Timothy, just turn there real fast, 1 Timothy 2, if you guys saw that, my son actually tore some pages out of my Bible. So I just had some fall. It's John. Okay. 1st Timothy 2 Verse 1 and verse 2 it says I urge then first of all that request prayers, intercession and thanksgiving be made for everyone, for kings and all those in authority that that we may live peaceful and quiet lives in all godliness and holiness. Um that, that is some scripture that really speaks to um, kings and authorities, but also elders are authorities in our lives within the church body, okay? And they are worthy of honor, okay? And one of the reasons why I feel like they are worthy of honor is because they point us to Jesus, okay? And so this, these next verses that I want to read is the next chapter, and it says in chapter three, here's a a trustworthy saying if anyone sets his heart on being an overseer he desires a noble task read that again here's a trustworthy saying if anyone sets his heart on being an overseer aka an elder he desires a noble task now the elder or overseer must be approved above reproach the husband but one wife, temperate, self-controlled, respectable, hospitable, able to teach, not given to drunkenness, not violent, but gentle, not quarrelsome, not a lover of money. He must manage his own family well and see that his children obey him with proper respect. If anyone does not know how to manage his own family, how can he take care of God's church? He must not be a recent convert, or he may become conceited, and fall under the same judgment as the devil. He must also have a good reputation with outsiders so that he will not fall into disgrace and into the devil's trap. But they are, they are uh, desiring a noble task, okay? But they are tested in that way. And me personally, I know all three of these elders and their wives, okay? And I can attest to this is very true of their lives okay, which is worthy of honor, okay? So it's pretty amazing, and I wanna say that it is a treasure to have this in the church body that fit this description, okay? I'll say that again. We have a treasure in our elders, okay? And we want to honor them today, okay, okay? Right on, we want to honor them today, and this is just um, just a small token of our appreciation for you guys. Um, I can, I, like I said, I can vouch for all of you. Maybe not as much for Brandon, but uh, I'm just <laughs> just fine. That's my boy. I got I got stab at him a little bit. Um, he's awesome. I promise. Um, Okay, but we're gonna honor them in a few ways. Um, we'll have a video showing in a second, uh, and then we're gonna call some some couples up um, to, to speak about each one of these uh, couples and the, the elders of our church, okay? Um, so just as we're honoring them, remember, we are honoring Jesus by honoring them, okay? We're not putting them on pedestals, okay? But we are thankful that they are governing Officials of our body. They do a really good job. Okay? So praise God. Okay. With that being said, cue the video and we'll get going.
1: I'll just say it now, just to be honest. My favorite is Dave Vespa. Just kidding, I don't have favorites. I don't have favorites. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I don't have favorites. But all the owners are amazing. They're awesome. I give them a solid thumbs up. Maybe a double. Even better. <laughs> I love how much they help us in church and how much they care for all of us. and How much they bring us all together.
2: Yeah. I just want to tell you all that we love you and we appreciate you and thank you for
1: all you do for having them. I want you guys that. Thank you.
3: Thank you, Elders, so much for always being there and providing wisdom for me when I needed it and for being the Thank you, guys.
2: Um, thank
4: you, Elders, for everything that you do for us and just
5: teaching
4: us. <laughs> uh, Elders, we appreciate you guys. We love you. We know that is a lot of work and uh, That's what God has called me to do. So I'm so thankful that it's the three of you as our elders. Thank you. And I absolutely love about the elders of our body is that they have created a safe place in our community where healthy and
6: mature disciples are being made. And I so value and appreciate
0: that about them. Love you guys. Hey, what do you think about the elders, Maddie? Are the elders the best? else is it what do you appreciate about the elders
2: I appreciate the fact that I feel like I can trust them that they are trustworthy that um, they will always stick to just biblical truth and that they will not lead us astray so I appreciate
0: no what do you appreciate about the elders, man? Well, man, Barry makes me fall in love with the ward more and more.
7: Dave gets me excited yes. for adventure and yes. Brandon just keeps me squared away. He, he definitely totally coaches
5: me spiritually.
0: Whoa, come on. Leah, that's awesome. How you doing? Doing good. Tell me, why do you appreciate the elders?
8: Um, well, there are a lot of reasons. I would say one of the main reasons
1: is that you can always just tell that they really care about you. Even just like walking through church or whatever, like every single person they come in contact with is
0: super genuine and you can tell they care about everyone a lot so there you nick what's up dude what's up what do you appreciate about the elders
7: brother hey you know what i appreciate brandon and his consistency boy he's just like a rock i can depend on him Mm -hmm. dave i mean hello can anybody else appreciate his sense of style his haircut and he
4: gets things done
7: that's right when he
4: says he's gonna get it done it gets done
7: And you know what barry man he's just an all-around champion the dude just stands on truth he preaches the truth he loves the truth and he has seven kids like what more inspiration do you need amen for barry
2: uh, dave and and brandon and their wives we we're just so thankful for them um, that they're they're fully committed to this community and this this church body and and it's just we really appreciate and honor the way that they yield to the holy spirit in during a meeting so you know we can they can plan and seek the Lord and seek the vision of the Lord for what he wants to do but once it comes to push and shove and they're in the meeting uh they, they do such a such a good job of yielding to the Holy Spirit and um it takes a lot of humility to do that so we appreciate and honor them for that.
1: Thank you.
0: was awesome Thank you Richard for putting that together for us man um, so we're gonna have we're gonna have some some people come up and say some some really awesome testimonies about the elders um, I'll just call up the first two right now Rachel Pilgrim and Kevin Jones y'all can go ahead and come on up have to stand on the stage
8: okay so first off hi everyone Um, all of you guys are great but I do have the honor and privilege of speaking to Brandon and Allison Um, so I first just want to start by saying that I love and honor both of you so much you guys have been the first two people that I really got connected to when I moved here in 2017 Um, and has been such a blessing to not only know you but to also serve under you you have been such an example to me in many ways, not just by the way you lead in church, but the way you lead your life as an example before us and those in our body. Allison, I'm so inspired by the way you lead worship, but more so by how you serve behind the scenes and you're not above doing what needs to be done, whether it's helping in pro-presenter, troubleshooting, live stream, live stream, and sound. <laughs> um... And Brandon, you have been such a true shepherd with a shepherd's heart and have cared about me um, and my heart and not just what I do or how I serve. Um, Thank you guys both for the sacrifices that you make to not only pastor us, but also, you know, the sacrifices you make on behalf of your family to serve in this body. Thank you, Brandon, for discipling us young adults, for caring about our emotions and being available to us, for teaching us. Um, the lessons you have taught us, especially that dating in the church doesn't have to be weird or (laughs) over-spiritual. So, pro tip, it actually works if you follow their advice because I'm getting married. So, (laughs) you both have been such a safe place to me. And have shown me that i'm more than who more than what i can do but i'm valuable for who i am and who the lord has created me thank you for encouraging me and always being just a text or phone call away thank you for making time to just listen to my heart and to encourage me when i need it your constant encouragement and belief in me have brought a lot of healing to my heart and have shown me a lot about the love of the father um and I believe that I can speak for not only myself, but on behalf of the whole body, when I say that you both are such a gift and a blessing to this community. Your constant, your constant consistency, faithfulness, and willingness to lay your lives down for Jesus and the body does not go unnoticed. And we appreciate it a lot. And I love you guys a lot.
6: Hey, hey, where are you going? You can't leave me up here by myself, no. <laughs> Okay, so Allison, Brandon. Um, so I wrote this down. I want you to know this is from the heart, but normally I have to write things down because I get really emotional when I do stuff like this. So um, hopefully that won't happen and I can get through this. Um, I, wrote, I wrote four different things down. One is uh, dedication. Every week, songs, schedules, playlists, chord charts, all that stuff. You guys all know. This, this lady right here, off the chart, man. What a pleasure to work with you. What a pleasure to be under your leadership. And, uh, oh, you're amazing. And I watch how you, I think I'm going to go off script. <laughs> Um, I watch how you how you deal with Brandon and, and how Brandon deals with you and, and your as a couple. And deals probably not the best word there, but <laughs> lo- love well. Let me say that love well. How about that? Is that a little better? A little more Christianese. Um, <laughs> sorry, uh, I, hey, no no holds barred, you know. But I watch how you guys uh, just build your relationship. And, what, and how that funnels down to, you know, this worship team. I heard Randy when he got up here this morning, you know, what, what a great worship time. You know, do you guys understand what she governs here? I mean, these musicians are not just musicians. They are some of the best musicians and singers. I've been doing this a long time, since I was 16 years old running sound, Okay. I've seen a lot of very bad musicians in church. I've seen a lot of very good musicians in church and Lisa, you're one of the good musicians by the way. <laughs> she was my worship leader for a while so but you know, she governs some great people here when I hear I have some of the young adults that come over to my house and I hear them talk about Brandon and just how how he's he's counseling them and and You know, they they tell me, man. yeah, I need to go talk to Brandon about this. I need to go talk to Brandon about this. Uh, Brother, you relate to them, you know. And there is a scripture, and I want to get it out because I don't want to mess it up. It's a real simple scripture. It really is. But I want to make sure I say it right and not fumble over it. Gosh, I'm nervous, man. I don't normally get nervous over this stuff. I know, you would think. And, of course, it's not going to come up. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so it's in First Timothy, I think, when it talks about uh, not despising your youth, and um, you know, I, I've had, I've had some people say, "He's an elder." I said, "You don't understand. He is beyond his years," and brother, I'm honored to. Not just to be able to work with your wife here, but to just watch you and watch your life. And, you know, that's, you know, Barry's shaking his head. That's what matters is what people see in you. And, and brother, I see Christ in you. And, And, by the way, that goes for all six of these folks sitting right here okay, husbands, wives, you know, I didn't draw Dave, but I get to work with Dave probably closer, a little bit more closer than Barry, and, and not as much as Allison, but, you know, this guy keeps me on track, man, I'm telling you, I know I didn't draw him, but I'm going to tell you, this guy keeps me, you know, thinking and on, on top of things, and Dave, I appreciate that, man.
0: All right, Juan and Savannah Garcia, Chuck and Marie Jenkins, y'all come on down.
2: <laughs> I'm really nervous, <laughs> but it's okay. So I wrote it down, um, it's for Diane and Barry. When I look at you both, I see what I want to be like in 39 years. Your marriage inspires me. The way that you both look at each other with love in your eyes and your heart, how you hold each other's hands still, how you laugh and you truly enjoy each other's presence, that's rare, that's so beautiful, and that should be the norm. Y'all set a standard with your marriage and with your life. Diane, you set that standard You set the standard for what a godly woman looks like, what a godly wife looks like. You build up your husband. You support him in ways that we never will comprehend because we can't comprehend the weight that's on him being an elder. I honor you for that. I honor you for being the wife that I long to be. I honor you for the sacrifices that no one else sees but the Lord. I honor you for being faithful and for raising all of your children to love the Lord and to love each other. I honor you for not caring what others think about you, but for breaking open your jar and locking eyes with the King. Your life is a pleasing aroma to Jesus. And Barry, you set the standard. You set the standard with how you seek God with all your heart, how you refuse to accept anything less than putting him first in every way. You push others to fan their flame. You truly put him first, and it's evident. You don't waver, you don't compromise. He is your first love, he is your only love. You give God what he desires. I honor you for that. I honor you for setting that standard in our body. I honor you for being an example of what a godly man and a godly husband looks like. I honor you for all the sacrifices and things that we will never understand and we will continue to do. Thank you for running your way so well. We love you both.
9: All right, so I need my wife to hold Isabella because I'm Hispanic and I talk with my hands, so. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm probably gonna get emotional, so if I cry, just uh, bear with me. Um, Barry, I wanna speak to you first. Um, you truly are an example of how I want to be. You are, I just look at you and I'm like, man, like the guy, you know, he's, he's, you know, as, as he gets older, he doesn't get more stale for the Lord, but he burns even hotter and hotter for the Lord. And that's what I long to do with my life. Every time I look at you, I say, man, like the way that he loves his wife, the way that he loves his children, the way that he loves people. Barry, you truly are an example in my life. One of the things that I remember, the first things that I noticed about Barry is um, we were sitting in the back, Savannah and I, and I see Barry, and he's, he has his arm around Diane, and he's, like, just going like that on her hair. And he cut me to the heart because I'm like, dude, I'm not doing that. What the heck? Why am I not doing that? And, you know, it's those little things that you might you might think it's just small, but honestly, it speaks so loud to, to, to you. Like, it spoke so loud to my heart. Like, man, I have to show more appreciation towards my wife. And not not just the way that you treat your wife, but the way that you you lead your family, the way that you raise your children. I want my children to follow the Lord like your your children do, the way that you guys do. I want my children to just... I want to lay my life down for them because of the example that you guys have set for us. I love the way that you seek the Lord, the way that you love the word of God. It honestly is so refreshing to have somebody over you that you know that you can trust, that you know that you can trust their teachings, that you know that if you have a question, if you have any anything going through your mind that you don't understand, if you have a wrestle that I can go to you and I can talk about it and that you will be patient, and you will sit down with me and seek the word with me. And I I love that about you. You truly have been a father to me. And just so you all know, so about a while ago, I had a meeting with the elders because I was going through one of my wrestles, and I remember, like, after the meeting, you know, I'm young, and sometimes young people are kind of dumb sometimes. (laughs) And so I get to my house, and, you know, I'm a verbal processor, and I'm in the room, and I'm like, man, it's just like, I don't know what's going on. Savannah, obviously, it's like... It's like the Holy Spirit in my life sometimes. <laughs> and she's like, babe, like, you should just talk to Barry, honestly. Like, if you feel like something's going on in your heart, you should just do it. And I'm like, and if you guys don't know from our history, we've been hurt by leaders in the past. And so, obviously, there was that fear inside of me to go and talk to, to. I think it was Barry specifically, because since I see him as such a dad in my life, I think it was that, you know, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I don't know what to do. And I'm literally sweating before calling I'm just sweating. And I'm like, my voice is cracking, and I'm talking to him, and I'm so scared. And honestly, Barry, the way that you treated me and the way that you talked to me, you showed me love like nobody else has shown me before. You didn't shut me down. And you sympathized with me. You made me feel so loved. Thank you for loving me so well. Thank you for bearing with my stupidity sometimes, (laughs) and for just pushing me closer to Jesus. Every time I see you, when we go to your house and I see you going into your study room, I'm literally like, you know that verse where it says that Moses talked to God as a man talks to his friend, and Joshua was outside of the tent just like trying to see what's going on. I feel like that. Like sometimes I just want to go in that room because I feel like, man, I really want to see what's going on in there, you know? But you truly... You truly have been an example in my life, and I love you deeply, and I honor you, and I, I just pray to God that I can be a man like you. Every time I think about you, I just think of a man that walks with Jesus. I, I cannot think of Barry Nichols without thinking about Jesus. So I love you. Last for Ms. Diane. Ms. Diane. It's, it's great, it's great. Ms. Diane, I love you so much. You are truly a mother to both of us. You have been such an example, not just to my wife, but to me as well. I pray that my girls, because I know I'm going to have many girls, but I pray that my girls. <laughs> I know I'm just going to have girls. Listen, I pray that my girls are like you, that they're women of prayer, that they're women that seek the Lord, that they're women that in the, in the middle of service, they will just start praying to the Lord like there's nobody around them. I I long for my children to be like that. I long for my children to love the Lord the way you do. I long for my, for my little Isabella to love her husband the way that you do. And I know that my wife looks up to you so much. And just looking at you guys and looking at the example that you guys have set for us, it has helped our marriage so much. You guys truly really are a blessing. And if it wasn't for you guys, she wouldn't be here. Because I remember that, that um, sermon that you preached about children. I kid, you know, we went home and we were so cut to the heart where they, we got to have children. <laughs> so, so, but truly, like, if it wasn't for, for you guys and for your faithfulness, she probably wouldn't be here today. So thank you guys. We love you guys so much.
3: You're not supposed to leave us. We don't want to be up here by ourselves. (laughs) Barry and Diane came to the church that we were attending. I think they'd only been married for a couple of weeks. Is that right? A couple of weeks. And um, soon after that, Barry... Um, became the adult Sunday school teacher, and then the babies started coming. I held a lot of ba- Nichols babies in church service while they were doing the worship team or in weddings and all kinds of things. <clears throat> Their firstborn, Jace, I remember I would they'd be doing worship service, and I'd be rocking him during the worship, getting him to go to sleep. And then right after worship, our pastor always took the offering, and he always wanted us to have a clap offering. And everybody would clap, and Jason would almost jump out of my arms. (laughs) Had him all nice and quiet, and then he'd start crying. (laughs) Um, I was remembering Diane when we were clowns. Yeah, we were clowns. (laughs) I mean, we were real clowns. We dressed up like clowns. (laughs) Every Sunday morning before church, we would – with some other ladies, we would go to the hospital and go up on the pediatric ward, and we'd pray for the children. Remember that? Remember that little boy, I don't know if you were there that Sunday, that little boy had that peanut in his nose, and they couldn't get it out, and they were afraid it was gonna go down in his lungs, and we prayed for him, came out. Yeah. Just a bunch of clowns. We scared it out. We scared it. No, we weren't scary clowns. We weren't, no. We never had a child cry. <laughs> so we were in lots of home meetings with um, Diana Berry, lots and lots of prayer meetings, lots of worship. We just we have just walked through so much life together. It just feel like they're family. Every time they had a baby, I felt like I was a grandma. <laughs> but... What I want to say to you is that over all the decades of knowing them, we've watched them walk, and they have always, from the time they were married till now, walked according to the Word of God. They have always applied the Word of God in every area of their life. They're the real deal. And what Barry preaches up here, that's what they do. That's how they live. So you can trust them. And we are so blessed to have all three of these elders because they all live righteously before the Lord. They fear the Lord. They live according to the word. They are holy people and they love us and we love them.
5: We didn't talk about what we were going to say because I wasn't sure. I first met Barry. He was uh, just a young college-age kid full of spitting vinegar, (laughs) (laughs) ready to preach the word at any time. Uh, I looked it up, and Barry in Hebrew is Brock. Back when we had a church next to the Staples, we had an older gentleman there named John that... uh, Spent time in Israel. He taught, taught us how to greet each other in Hebrew. It was Baruch Hashem. The Baruch is uh, blessed of God. And the shem part is what we call here in Polk County, y'all. <laughs> it's like blessed y'all. That's Barry. He's, his life has been blessed. It is blessed. And, and I'm blessed to know the man. Uh, Marie mentioned that we were at the same church at a time that uh, the pastor asked me to take the, the new converts class. And uh, the bad news was all the new converts wanted to be in Barry's class, the, the adults <laughs> second school class. And worse than that, I wanted to be there too. <laughs> but we made it through. And our, our lives, our both families, have been knit together throughout the years in, a, in such a wonderful God way. They've been here to support us when we've needed it, and hopefully we've supported them. Uh, They used to go to Barry's house quite often to uh, teach piano to some of his kids. And uh, I I always uh, like to tease Diane because she was such a together mother. I mean, other children did not disobey her at all. (laughs) And it wasn't because she was strict. She just knew how to raise children the godly way. And so I always tried to, to be the, the, the kid that would tease his mom. <laughs> like, yeah, like, I'd ask you, what's the difference between broccoli and boogers? And <laughs> kids won't eat bo- broccoli. <laughs> so we just are so blessed to have you too. it <laughs> just got it. We're so blessed to know you, too, and and to have you as elders. We just appreciate you. Thank you.
0: All right. Last but not least, John and Jess Clark and Mallory, y'all come on down.
10: and start, though, because I'm sure he'll have plenty to say. Um, If you would have told me a year ago that I would be speaking about Dave especially, (laughs) I probably probably would have laughed. No, we've known um, Brandon and Allison for many years, and um, Barry and Diane for a long time, too. So when we moved here last year, we didn't know Dave and Julia as well, but Dave scared me a little bit, (laughs) which is isn't it all his fault. I do kind of scare easy. So, but <laughs> when we started the school over there, I kind of got to know all of them in and out with different things. But Dave became quickly my like critter getter. Like there was always some kind of bug or snake or anything. He came running over there to help me and we just kind of slowly built a relationship. And Julie, Julie's so sweet and kind and gentle that I knew Dave couldn't be too bad, so. (laughs) But no, really, what what kind of intimidated me was he's very about business, and what I learned over time was he's about the Lord's business. And if you have, well, and if he says he's going to do it, he does it. And if you have a problem, he has a solution, or he's going to find somebody with a solution for you. And that is what I have loved about getting to know him. And like I said, Julie, you're so, your presence is just so joyful and sweet and tender. And it's really, sorry, I'm nervous. I don't, I'm trying not to cry. Um, <laughs> you guys have really become a light to our life. And when we were going through covid um, One of the hardest things for me to move here was not having our family very close to my family. And all of you guys have just taken us in and never made us feel like a burden. And we feel so safe with all of you. Um, Anytime I come over there, it's usually over here to the office. I usually have an issue. (laughs) But nobody ever turns me away or gets annoyed. They just kind of lock arms with me and do whatever is needed. And I really appreciate that. And I really appreciated getting to know you guys better. And Dave, you don't scare me as bad. And <laughs> when my phone rings now and his name pops up, I don't like hyperventilate. <laughs> he really is very nice, and he does laugh a lot.
7: <laughs> Man, I think he did not said everything. But I, I I I, <laughs> um. I just see such a power couple in the two of you. And um, I felt like the Lord was highlighting some scripture out of James, and I just wanted to share it with you. Who is wise and understanding among you? By his good conduct, he should show his works done in the gentleness that wisdom brings. The wisdom from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, accommodating, full of mercy and good fruit, impartial, and not hypocritical. And the fruit that consists of righteousness is planted in peace among those who make peace. And I just see that in the two of you, and I believe Jessica's given testimony to that word. And I just want to encourage you to, to stand strong, and I believe the Lord's going to increase that in you. And I just see you as a couple that brings order Um in this house. I believe giftings are coming up, but I believe that you're gonna be able to to make those giftings straight into where they're functional in this house. And I just see order in the two of you. And Julie don't ever think that that you're the the, on the side. I believe that Dave wouldn't be uh, who Dave is without you. It's the two of you. And y'all are in a covenant together, and your ministry together is, is one joined together. And I believe your branches are full of fruit. And uh, what Jessica said about the school is just one of those branches. And I believe that we're going to see more and many sprout out as, as the days go here in this house. And we thank you for being here and setting your roots here. It's definitely going to be a blessing to have you here, and it already is a blessing. And I believe that you're maturing each one of us into what we're called to do and be, and uh, we thank you for that. And out of Proverbs it says, uh, "The one who associates with the wise grows wise." And I just think, you know, every time I'm around you, I just get much wiser in the giftings and calling that God has on my life and us as a as a married couple. And and we just thank you for that.
1: Yeah. How do you follow all of this? <laughs> I would be last. That's fine. <laughs> Um, I, first of all, am not Dave and Julie's daughter. I've gotten that, so (laughs) it's such a compliment because they're a power couple. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I have known each of these for a very long time and uh, I just, I came to Lakeland to go to Southeastern and after I graduated, my family's not here. So one thing that my parents prayed for constantly was that there were parents in my life That could be a presence for me, and um, even though I'm not really technically saying you're old enough to be my parents, you're kind of old enough to be my parents. (laughs) Love you, mean it. (laughs) But my parents prayed for that, and that came true. Um, Julie started out as my hairstylist, so all the ladies up in here, like... Just saying, go to her, because she's phenomenal. But she was more than that. You guys, we represented north side of Lakeland very well when everybody was like south side. And so she was five minutes from my place. And as a teacher, it was really hard and difficult. And I felt like you were home. You were a steadfast place that was filled with a constant that I needed that for those who know me well, I'm not as close to my family as I hoped for, and you filled, God brought you to fill a lot of that in which I needed. And you guys, people joke about how Dave is so like serious. All you guys have to do is show up in your PJs at his house. And there is a whole other side. I'm just saying. And I quote, if you look in the dictionary under the word bubbly, Dave's picture is there. I mean, come on. He, I actually remember a quick story. I go over to Julie's house like, we're Hallmark girls. Like, we're just gonna, I'm like, let's double fist the Ben and Jerry's. And she's like, I'll just eat popcorn. (laughs) We have our snacks. But I remember going over, and Julie was like, listen, Mal, I have to tell you, Dave's kind of upset. And I was like, it's girls' night. Why is he upset? Like, she's like, because he wasn't able to be here, and he wants you to come over when he's here. <laughs> so in that moment, first of all, I cried, because I was like, yes, Dave wants to hang out with me. <laughs> Um, partly because we would also watch baseball and balance out the Hallmark life a little bit. But, um, that to me was just a really big snapshot of the fact that somebody who seems like a couple who is wise and filled with the spirit and filled with God, wanted to spend time with someone who like, I was a youngin. I I made decisions I'm not proud of and just was like, I can go over your house and hang out and you won't judge me for that. Like... I'm hanging out with people who aren't my parents (laughs) and I felt like some of my friends at that time were like, what are you doing this afternoon? I'm like, hanging out with people who are (laughs) three times my age. (laughs) But again, it felt like home. And so I, I, every day you guys, I can call Julia up and be like, what are you doing? Let's do something. She was invited to my birthday dinners and it wasn't weird. And, I just felt like the fact that I can call on you guys, and you guys are a second set of parents, that you filled a void that I knew that only God knew that I needed. And just kind of like you guys stated, Dave is, people joke a lot about like, he is always like on a mission. He's like headed somewhere, doing something. But to me, in my life, I'm one of those people where I'm like, put the head to the ground, work hard. You show up, you keep your promises, you're loyal, and Dave is, like, even out there washing his wife's car and his car, and it's very meticulous, and it's the little things. Like, he honors God in washing the wheels of his wife's car. Like, he honors God by making sure that everybody in here is kept safe, and that you're present, and that he's working the behind the scenes so that we can be in front, just wide open, honoring God. And praising God and not worrying about what's happening behind the scenes. And so you, too, are going to be in my life for a long time. And I hope you're okay with that. (laughs) Okay. Um, So in that sense, thank you for, for paying attention to the little things. When we get distracted by bigger things or what seems like bigger things. Thank you for being a family that I can go to, a home that is safe, that is present and constant when I don't have a home here, and for being people that are just somebody I can always, always, always call. And there is no expectation, no holes. You can come on over, bring your Ben and Jerrys, bring your PJs. We'll watch some baseball. Make sure Dave is there. <laughs> Love you guys.
0: Right. yes, we love you guys. All right, y'all, y'all welcome up Joe. He's, a, he's about to take it to the next level, so get ready.
4: Oh, yeah, next level, next level. You know, I was reminded of a, uh, a time I was spending with Dave and Julie. We were floating down a river on, on tubes, right? And somehow this big weed fight, as in throwing weeds at one another, started between Landon and David, and I started out, Landon, stop, stop, Landon, Landon, stop, stop, Landon. Then I went, and it ended up, Dave, Dave, stop, stop already, Dave. So I was thinking about being a part of the body today, this morning laying in bed, and I was like, I get to be the thumb and the finger today, because I get to talk about money. Okay? Why is it so awkward? People make it awkward. It's a $100 bill. Okay, guys? It's not that big of a deal. It's how God wants to show his love in our life and be able to manifest his love through this thing. I can go up and have and put an addition on somebody's house, and I get touched more than they do. Why is that? Why is it so awkward? It's not we make it awkward. You know what? I I want to I want to change that. I really do. So, it's a tool, guys. It's a tool that he's he's chosen to work in my life through. You know, I am blessed to be able to bless, and uh, this is a part that where we want to bless these elders. Okay, it's probably the most awkward for them. I've heard it out of every uh, everybody's mouth. It's like, oh, don't make it awkward. Okay. Don't make it awkward. This is how we want to show you guys that we love you. This is just part of it, guys, okay? We want to take you out to lunch. We want to take you out to dinner. It's how we want to bless you guys right now, you know? This is a a form of love. God's blessed us with this money, each and every one of us, and we want to bless them with it, okay? Now, I had a different message planned today, but like uh, Marie and uh, Chuck, they didn't talk, and I didn't talk to old Randy because I had a singing message, too. Yeah, but no, no, he, he already did that, I don't want to step on his shoes, I don't want to step on his shoes, okay? So uh, now, we are going to take a second offering here, uh, if you put your offering for the elders in the first offering, I'm sorry, you just get to do it again, so, okay, okay? We are going to have the uh, the ushers, if y'all want to go ahead and come on up, we're going to take a, uh, an, uh, an offering, You can, if you have a note or a prophetic word written down, you can put it in this bucket, uh, there's text to give up on the screen, so uh, guys, I'm just going to uh, close this out in prayer, and uh, then I'm going to bring up um, Cliff, okay? So uh, dear Lord, we just come to you with great Thanksgiving to be able to uh, have the funds to to be able to bless. It is. It's a it's hundred or it's a dollar. It's in our heart posture, Lord. So we just raise this up to you. We want to give it in, in thanksgiving and in love. Let them uh, receive in love. And uh, I do. I, I, I just praise you and thank you for the way that you work in my life. And uh, as David said, boundary lines have uh, fallen in pleasing places. So I praise you and thank you for that because it's all because of you. In Jesus' name, amen.
7: Joe, just a small clarification before you sing. Um, if you're going to text to give, just so we can differentiate, text to give to speaker if you want it to go to the elders, okay? Right.
4: Oh, elders. Elders is on there. We, we didn't know. Just, just go sit down. Just, just go sit down. Yeah. Hey, receive, receive, receive. Hey. See, that's what they're there for, to clean up our messes, okay? <laughs> right. okay. Out. See, the elders stepping on each other's toes. Yeah. Uh, okay, thank you guys. Cliff, you want to come on up?
5: Yes, Virginia, this is a committee, <laughs> in case now you know. Uh, I get to be privileged to call the elders up in front because we cannot, we must, (laughs) we must pray over them, not because they need it more than anybody, (laughs) although they probably do in terms of their ministry, but because we want to connect them and God in the same voice.